Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Things Bible Podcast. Today, we are going to continue our series discussing the fundamental concepts that the writer of Hebrews brings out in chapter 6. And last time, we talked about repentance and about placing our faith in God. And today, we're going to go on to the third concept that the writer of Hebrews brings out, which is the teaching about baptisms, the instructions about baptisms. And so what I want to do in this short episode is discuss where baptism um, kind of started and what we can learn through that and then apply this concept, this instruction about baptism to our lives and really understand what the writer of Hebrews was talking about there. And so where I want to start first is I want to start with John the Baptist, because John the Baptist was baptizing um, with water. He baptized with water for repentance, Uh, because Matthew 3.11 says, this is John the Baptist speaking. He says, I baptize you with water for repentance. And we talked about repentance last uh, episode, and we talked about repentance as the changing of mind. So these people he's baptizing have decided to change their mind about what they've been doing, and they are turning from those um, evil ways, and they're repenting of them. And the public display of that is baptism. So John is baptizing them in water in the Jordan River because they've decided to repent. They've decided to turn away from their evil deeds towards God, placing their faith in him. But uh, John goes on to say, but he who is coming after me, that is Jesus and Messiah, is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And so this concept of baptism really comes to life here because it's not necessarily an action that we can do, but it's also an action that Jesus can do for us, and even still today. Um, It's this idea of being immersed in something, something overcoming you, That is just so powerful. Um, It changes your life. And we do know that Jesus was baptized, and he was baptized in water. But then he was also baptized um, with the Holy Spirit because because the Holy Spirit comes down in in a form of what looks like a dove or some sort of bird. And it just kind of descends upon him, and it's a visual of what the Spirit is doing. So yes, Jesus was baptized in physical water, uh, but he was also baptized with the Holy Spirit. It came upon him. And John prophesies here that Jesus is going to do the same thing for his people. He's going to baptize them, not in water, but he's going to give them the Holy Spirit. And they will be baptized by the Holy Spirit, not in water, but with the Spirit. So it's a kind of different concept of, yes, you baptize in water, but you can also be baptized with something, and that is being immersed and being overwhelmed by it and covered with it. And so after Jesus' baptism, we really don't see a whole lot of that going on until we get to the book of Acts, and baptisms just explode in the book of Acts. Um, and, and we see it in Acts chapter 2 when Peter tells the cr- crowd that they can be baptized um, for the forgiveness of sins. 
He tells them to repent, to change their minds, and to be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. Um, and, and in Acts twenty two sixteen, Paul says that baptism washes away sin. So this is idea that this baptism, whatever this is, being baptized in water, it sounds like it it covers our sins and, and it gets rid of them. But when we get to a verse like Ephesians 1, 7, that tells us, Paul writes in his own letter that we have forgiveness through the blood of Jesus. And so we come to this, this crossroad where we have to decide, well, are we forgiven because we're baptized or are we forgiven because of the sacrifice Jesus made in the blood that was shed? What really forgives sins there? And is this a contradiction? Well, of course it isn't. Um, and so Jesus's death and his blood that flowed from his body there, that is a symbol. And that blood that was shed there, that act allows our sins to be forgiven. So that was the sacrifice that had to be made for our sins to be forgiven. And our sins are covered by that blood, by the blood of Jesus. So when we are baptized, our sins are washed away symbolically. When we go down under that water, it's a, it's a symbol of that, that all that sin, all that the evil things that we've done in the past, the terrible things we've done, it's all being washed away symbolically. It's all been gone because it's been forgiven by the blood of Jesus. And so baptism is just a huge, huge symbolic symbol, and there's tons of symbolism going on in the act of baptism. Um, and, and, and Peter really picks this up in his letter, this first letter he writes. Um, he says this. He's, Peter says, Baptism now saves you. And we're going to talk about what this means. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so this seems to say that, hey, Peter is saying that baptism saves us. So every, if you want to be saved, get baptized. Get baptized, be baptized, because that's what's going to save us. But but here Peter had just made a point about uh, how Noah in, in the Genesis narrative was saved through the floodwaters. And if you remember that story, Noah built an ark and with some his family and some animals on it, and they were uh, the flood was coming, the rain was coming, and they were saved by the floodwaters. And so Peter takes that story and compares it to baptism, and he says, well, this is kind of the same scenario here, and we're not physically being saved by it in terms of our eternal salvation. However, um, and that baptism doesn't mean that we are saved. But this is Peter's point when he says, it's not a removal of dirt from the body. Baptism is not going to physically save you. But it does physically save you. But baptism is, is a symbol of the decision that that person has made to follow Jesus. So, it, you know, it, it's we don't we shouldn't look at baptism as just a ceremonial washing or a cleansing or anything like that. What baptism is symbolizing is that we have made a conscience decision 
we have decided to follow Christ. We've repented. We put our faith in him. And now we are being baptized because we've made the decision to follow the one who saved us, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And that's what Peter means here when he says, as an appeal to God, we've placed our faith in him. And, and that's we've done that in a good conscience. And we can do that, we can place our faith in him because of the resurrection of Jesus. Otherwise, it would all be null and void. There'd be no point. And so this decision to follow Jesus prompts us being baptized. And that and, and the baptism is just a, a public, uh, it could be public or private, doesn't need to be public, but it's our display of our confession of Jesus and our decision to repent and live a new life. And um, so baptism represents our, our forgiveness of sins. That's one thing that it does. But it also represents Jesus' death and resurrection and that we share in that. Because in in his letter to the Romans, uh, Paul talks about when we go into the water, we're sharing in his death. When we come out of the water, it's symbolizing his resurrection. And we get to take part in that, symbolizing that, um, until the day that we actually are resurrected um, when Christ comes a second time. So baptism is, is full of symbolism and representation for a believer. It's a symbol of the forgiveness that we have in Jesus, and it's also a symbolism of what Jesus did on the cross and in the tomb when he died and resurrected. So there's multiple symbols. When we go into the water, we symbolize his death. And as that water is washing over us, it's a symbol of that cleansing that Jesus does in our hearts and in our mind, forgiving us of all that we have done. And then when we come out of the water, it's a symbol of Jesus being resurrected, of new life, of new birth, and that now we have decided we're going to live for him. And we've just uh, made our public display or private display of that confession and decision and the act of baptism that we just did. Um, because Jesus comes to save all who, who are going to come to him, and we are saved by his grace because of our faith. However, all who believe in Jesus, I think, should be baptized because it represents that decision to follow Jesus. And because of uh, it's full of symbolism, it's not going to physically save us. It's not everyone who's just baptized in water, that's the ticket to heaven. That's not what the Bible explains by any stretch. But the Bible does explain its importance in becoming a believer, making that decision to repent, to place your faith, that you are forgiven and you can share and the death and resurrection of Jesus, because he saved you. And what a beautiful story that is. And so this is just kind of a little dip into what I think these believers had in mind when they received this instruction about baptism. Um, it may have been a more technical instruction of, of how to baptize and when to do it, I don't know. Um, we didn't receive that instruction that the writer of Hebrews is referring to there in Hebrews 6. But they certainly received some instruction about baptism. 
and I just wanted to kind of gain some focus around that concept and give all of you some instruction about baptism as well that I see um, through the scriptures that we have that God's given us. So I hope you enjoyed this. Next week we will look at the wonderful concept and act of the laying on of hands. So it should be great. I can't wait for you to come back and listen to it. Thanks for listening, and God bless.